amazing parents and welcome back to It's a Neuro Day. I'm so glad you're joining me again. It's wonderful to have you back. I want to talk to you today about simplifying our lives and boundaries. In the last episode, we talked a little bit about how we can look at our to-do list, our calendar, and flag those things that are extra, are superfluous to what we need to be doing. They're, They're busy work and somebody else might be able to take that on. Somebody in our family, a friend, somebody in the organization we belong to, or Some of those things don't need doing at all. We're just so used to having them on our list and doing them that they just remain there week after week when we really could take that off our list. So I want to jump right back in where we left off and talk about simplifying our lives and later in the episode also boundaries. So how do we simplify our lives? This is going to require taking a step back and taking stock of everything we're doing. We are so busy, just go, 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 that a lot of times we're on autopilot. We're doing things because we've always done them. So if we really, I don't know if you keep a to-do list, uh, that's what I do. I've got a handwritten to-do list most days, and also my planner, which I try and keep track of everything. So if you take a step back and you're able to look at your to-do list and your planner, what are the things on that list that truly matter? And I think this is going to actually mean taking stock of our values, the things and people in our lives that are truly important. And once we get clear on that, we can link that to our to-do list and our planner. What are the things I'm spending my time on that relate to the people and things in my life that truly matter? And what are the things I'm spending my time on that I cannot really link back to the people and values, things that truly matter to me in my life? Why why am I continuing to do these things? Am I on autopilot with some of these things? And um, for some of them, well, they're going to require boundaries and we'll get to that in just a minute. So have you heard the saying by writer Annie Dillard, and I'm paraphrasing here, but she said, how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. And that's pretty powerful and it can be depressing. How we spend our days is how we spend our lives. Um, I'm running around and doing a bunch of tasks and not present and not really enjoying time with my family or friends, I don't want that to be how I spend my life. So if these are the thoughts that are going through your mind when when I say that, how can we change that? 
how can we be spending our time bit by bit with the people we care about on the tasks that are important to us that maybe are closely related to our values where we find meaning our life's work how can we be spending nuggets of time every day on that and is that what's on your to-do list and is that what's on your calendar and if it isn't why not and even as I ask that you might come up with lots of reasons why not I don't have time I don't have enough help I I don't have enough energy all of those are valid reasons and I think the intermediary step to getting you more support will first listen to the previous episode all about support and enough energy is weeding through this to-do list and this planner so take a step back take a look at your calendar and to-do list you can even maybe recategorize these if if that's if that excites you and that's your jam but for some of you you may just want to put a little check mark next to yeah that's in line with my values yes that's that's spending time with a person that i truly care about i want to keep that on my list and then maybe a little x next to mm, this one doesn't feel good i'm not sure about this I don't know why this is here. This definitely doesn't line up with my values. And maybe even going through, and if you know right away, crossing out the ones that, that one, I really don't want to be there. I don't, why am I, why do I keep going to this organization? Why do I keep going to this place where I don't feel good? You know, I'll give you guys an example. Um, I was... Getting my hair done. I was getting my hair done. It was very expensive. Um, I was getting it cut and colored, you know, covering up the gray uh, regularly. And after a while, I realized I don't feel good in that salon. There's a vibe to it that I don't know. It, it it's rubbing me the wrong way. Maybe it's it's not welcoming. It wasn't a welcoming vibe. And even though people might say, hi, and how are you? And there was another subtext and energy in the room that I didn't feel good with. And so that was one of the things on my list that I reexamined. Like, I'm spending a lot of time and a lot of money, and I kind of am on autopilot going to this place that I keep going to out of habit, out of momentum. But if I really stand back, this is something on my list that doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good, and I can I have other options. There's, of course, other salons, but what I actually ended up doing was dyeing my own hair at home to save money, and... I, I'd rather have my own company than, than the kind of snobbish vibe in that salon. I feel bad saying that, but that is, that is my assessment of that situation. So that's just one example, but are there other things on your schedule in your life where you're like, 
you know, this doesn't feel right and I have other options. I don't have to keep doing this. So some tasks are not fun, but they do need doing. And I get that. I'm, I can be an idealist, but I'm also a realist. So for those ones, can we streamline them or make them a little more pleasant? Sometimes I, well, there's a lot of chores around the house. Um, if you're like me and a lot of parents, you've got a long, long list of things that need doing that is kind of perpetual. So for a lot of house chores, I put on a podcast and for me, that has made it more pleasant. Um, I also feel like I'm like multitasking and getting even more done because maybe I'm learning something while I'm scrubbing the bathtub. Um, I'm getting some inspiration while I'm washing the dishes. Um, I'm laughing at a comedy podcast and having fun while I'm prepping the laundry. So for me, that's something that's made these tasks that are not fun, that I'd love to take off my list. I'd love to hand all these chores to somebody else, but that's just not realistic, not my situation. I'm not going to outsource that. But hey, if that's in your budget, go for it. If you have it in your budget to maybe hire a housekeeper um, a few times a month or somebody to help with laundry and dishes and all of those things, go for it. I, I right now, I don't have room in my budget for that. That's not where I'm choosing to to spend. Um, but you know, that is one idea as well as having groceries delivered. So you don't, you know, if you just hate going to the grocery stores, if it sucks your soul and there are certain stores that can feel that way, you know, sometimes there's the smaller local grocery stores that, okay, there, those are manageable. I can handle that. And then sometimes there's the larger stores that if you're neurodiverse, can be overwhelming. The noise in those places, the way it echoes, the lighting. And I know that's something that a lot of people don't pay attention to, but maybe the fluorescent lighting in that place just really gets to you. So if there are some places that are really sucking your soul on a regular basis, is there some way for you to outsource that? And that could be paying for groceries to be delivered. Maybe that's worth it for you. And maybe you have room in your budget to do that. Maybe that's, you know, trading with somebody else on some task. And I'm just trying to get creative here. But maybe you have a trade with another parent or mama. Like, hey, the kids can come play at my house for an hour. And if you're going to the store, could you pick me up a few things? I'm just trying to get creative. Maybe that's truly not realistic, but streamlining those tasks or making them a little more pleasant or being able to delegate them can also help us to simplify our lives and our schedule. So the next thing I want to talk about is boundaries. In order to declutter our calendar and our schedule and simplify our lives, 
This will require boundaries. I can almost guarantee you. So people, you know, maybe you've made this decision. I'm going to simplify my life. I'm going to, you know, I've weeded out my to-do list in my calendar. It's pretty good. I've got things out of there that um, don't need doing, aren't important to me, aren't in alignment with my values, and I think I'm good to go. People will come along and ask you to do things. Some of them you will want to do and some of them you won't. In both cases, it can be hard to say no. I mean, raise your hand over here if you have a hard time saying no. You know, sometimes I feel like in theory I can say no. And then when it comes down to it, really, it's tough. And depending on, depending on who it is also and what we've committed to and how we see ourselves, um, often, and, you know, I'm speaking over here as, as the gen, the female gender, I, I don't love to gender things, but, you know, women are socialized to be accommodating, to be, um, caretaking and, and we're often people pleasers. We're often raised to be people pleasers. So we likely say yes to a lot of things that we really deep down want to say no to, but we just don't feel empowered to say no. We don't want them to, we don't want this other person to see us as someone who's not helpful, not kind. We want to be liked. So for all these reasons, we are probably saying yes to things that we really deep down want to say no to. So this is tough. How, how can we say no to these things that we want to take off our list? Here is one technique that's so simple. I think I've even said this before on this podcast. It's just pausing and saying, you know, let me get back to you on that. I'm going to have to think on that. Let me get back to you. Or, yeah, let me check my calendar and I will get back with you on, on an answer to that. And of course, it's really important to actually get back to that person. I don't believe in leaving people hanging or being flaky. Um, because the brave and hard thing is to actually come back with the answer, even if it's a no. So you can buy yourself some time if you need to think about, gosh, I know I really want to say no. If I, if I didn't have time to think about it, I was just going to say yes out of habit, out of being put on the spot, but I'm going to take that time. I'm going to go figure out how to say this. And, you know, sometimes it's a text message. Sometimes it's a conversation. Sometimes that's what's easier is, you know, if it's, if it feels right is to text that person. And then you can really have the time to word things the way that you want to really come across with that message of, listen, I would love to say yes Okay, I'm I'm stretching the truth here, right? But there's probably some parts of you that would love to say yes because you care about this person, because you 
maybe appreciate what it is they're trying to do and that they trust you and asked you for help on this thing. So in those senses, you love that they're asking you, you know, thanks so much for thinking of me. Thank you for inviting me to this thing. I am, I have so much on my plate right now. I'm actively trying to thin out my schedule to have a little more breathing room. Okay, this is very wordy. I think it can be much more simple than this. So let's simplify. Thank you so much for asking. I would love to do this thing, but I just have a really full plate right now. And as much as I'd love to say yes, I can't right now. I wish you well on your event. I hope it's a lot of fun. Something like that, right? Fill in the blank. So we may find they're going to have a reaction. You're going to have a reaction. If, if this is new for you, setting boundaries, you're probably going to go, oh my gosh, right after you send that. Do they, are they going to hate my guts? Um, you know, especially too, if you are kind of, you have up till now been the yes person, people are going to have feelings about this. They're going to go, huh, I always ask her and she always says yes. Why is she all of a sudden saying no? So we've got to let people have their feelings. This this can be one of the side effects of implementing boundaries if this is new in your life. People are going to have their feelings. I think a lot of the time, the more we practice this, the more we find, you know what? People are going to get used to it. They are, they'll move on. They'll ask the next person. They'll, they'll get what they're needing to get. They will keep looking. They may get out of the habit of asking you, um, or maybe sometimes you're able to say yes, but not all the time. So we've got to let people have their feelings and we've got to grow our tolerance for discomfort. Like, okay, you know, I honestly, guys, just did this today. I had someone ask me to be somewhere. It wasn't an appointment or anything. Um, it was, you know, an activity that I usually go to. And it's an early morning activity. And I was really wrestling with... I, it's been a very busy week. I knew I was behind on sleep and I knew that I might need to sleep in rather than go to this event. So I actually told the person that asked if I was going to be there, I said, yes, as long as I get enough sleep. So I kind of I said, yes, I do want to be there. And also, I know I really need sleep. So I might need to take care of myself and sleep. That actually is what ended up happening. So I live in kind of a rural area and had my window open on this summer night. And I heard coyotes. And I was awake during the night for a few hours because of that. Because, you know, we our sleep gets interrupted. It's hard to go back to sleep. So... 
I had told this person, yes, I, I hope to be there as long as I get enough sleep. I did make an effort to get enough sleep. And then things happen. I'm sure you know this all too well, all the reasons we miss out on our sleep. So I actually, it took me a while to go back to sleep, like maybe an hour or so, a few hours. Um, and I ended up sleeping in, missed the activity entirely, texted the person afterwards and said, you know, I, I ended up sleeping in. I just woke up. I woke during the night and couldn't get back to sleep. Sorry to miss this activity. And I hope it was a lot of fun. And I really wrestled with, oh, are they going to believe me for one, which was the absolute truth. I was the, what I told this person was absolutely true, but I, I had doubts. Are they going to believe me? Are they going to think I'm just trying to get out of it? Are they going to be mad at me? Oh, she's such a flake. You know, it's hard if you're used to saying yes and people pleasing, it's, it's hard to say no, but I knew that if I went to this activity like a tired zombie, that was going to affect my whole day. And I am trying to simplify my life, set boundaries, and I've got to be on, on top of things. You know, I've got to reserve my energy and keep myself afloat. And I can't be draining my energy just to say yes to things even things I really want to go to. Sometimes we're having to say no to people and things that we really matter to us, but we just need to recharge. So if someone's asking you to do something or asking you to be somewhere or inviting you to something, and you have that little pang of, ooh, I'm not sure about this, take a moment and say, that sounds so great. Let me get back to you on that. That's all you need to just buy yourself some time. And then if you go home and think about it and you're like, you know what? For all these reasons, A, B, and C, and D, I actually do want to go to that thing. Then you can accept knowing that you've really thought it through and you can give a wholehearted yes rather than a yes out of obligation that later you're going to feel some resentment and it's going to set you back in your schedule. So those are my tips today for simplifying our lives, for setting boundaries. If you have found, I hope you found something helpful here. If you have found other ways and tips that work for you, we would love to hear about them. You can leave a comment here where you're listening to this podcast. You can also email us at it's a neuro day at outlook.com. And we'd love to hear from you. If you are simplifying your life and implementing some of these steps and it's making a difference, or if you have questions or stories or things that have come up, we would love to hear all about them. So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you found some helpful tips and inspiration and that you have a wonderful week, parent. I will meet you back here next time.